Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, web editor here at CI. Danny Forster is host of the TV series Build It Bigger and an architect who recently spoke to integrators at the Crestron Masters event about how the relationship between integrators and architects should work. He also apparently is a dead ringer for me in about 25 years, or at least that's according to our lead editor, Tom LeBlanc. Admittedly, I do think Tom's kind of pushing it a bit there, since the only commonalities Danny and I share are being lanky white men with glasses and short beards, but I digress. Anyway, Danny's point is more important in this competitive economy than ever. Why do many integrators struggle to build relationships with architects, and how can integrators learn from them in terms of doing business better. It's very disappointing to me that my clients don't love architecture as much as I do. They don't. It's a sad truth. I would encourage your integrators to accept a similar reality, which is that the incredible technological feats of engineering that they pull off to produce this experience is of no interest to the client. They just want to talk about the experience. We'll hear more on that from Danny on this episode of AV+, but first, a little housekeeping. You can learn more about AV Plus online at commercialintegrator.com slash podcast and on Twitter by searching the hashtag AV Plus pod. That's A-V-P-L-U-S pod on Twitter. We'd appreciate it also if you could take a moment to hit subscribe, rate us on iTunes. It does help us reach more AV pros trying to find quality podcasts. Also, do you have a story of an embarrassing, awkward, or otherwise surprising time on a job? We want to hear from you. Email me at adam.forziati at emeraldexpo.com. That's A-D-A-M dot F-O-R-Z-I-A-T-I at emeraldexpo.com. Okay, back to the show. As a keynote speaker at Crestron Masters this year, Danny Forster was tasked with speaking on a topic he could shed the most light on for integrators. Luckily, as an architect, he's had many experiences to fall back on. The desire is to have technical expertise available to the client and the design team as early in the project as possible. That being said, that expertise has to be ready to participate as a consultant slash expert. In other words, I don't need a salesman pitching to me at the very beginning of the process. And that's really the crux of the issue, he says. The problem is that integrators often automatically consider a relationship with architects to be elusive, like a white whale. But Danny says his team doesn't really know anything about the complexities of tech integration, so it's really a question of who's hunting who. The point is that this back-and-forth tension doesn't really have to happen. Danny offers an alternative. In our business, when we have a consultant like a structural engineer, they work for us, right? We pay the engineer, they do design work, that design work gets bid. When we have a design assist, we will often have, say, a facade manufacturer who is going to be providing us, selling us the facade. They'll come in earlier in the process, pre-bid, and design almost alongside us to help us develop a solution that best works with their facade manufacturing. The AV folks could work analogously. They could get in early, educate us, onboard us, and we would then use them and essentially onboard them into the project. It seems like integrators could still learn a lot in terms of how they communicate with clients. It's a struggle architects face, too. Danny's experience tells him it's best to pay very close attention to what you call certain processes and how you approach them. He says it's time to end tech-speak, at least externally. You're not an attorney for someone who's in jail. What you're doing is you're developing an experience. So for me, rather than providing a needs assessment, I'd rather have someone understand what are the desires for the client. What are the goals of the project? Just really just understanding not how the technology can help them, but really assume they know very little about the technology and just hear their story 
And from their narrative, from their very non-technical narrative, can we produce a technological solution? So maybe a needs assessment is the right word for the community, but from my perspective, uh, it's really just about listening to the client. Technical expertise can be wielded um, to minimize transparency, meaning that a client may have some questions, but it's all too complicated and they don't actually break down the, the, the ultimate solution for the client. So I think from, from my point of view, the sales folks can certainly bring whatever technical knowledge they have. I mean, at the, at the outset, the client doesn't really need to get into the nitty gritty. I think it comes down to the salesperson trying not to sell, but rather to develop a solution based upon and predicated on the needs of what the client has to say. Um, try and kind of whitewash your brain for a minute and don't show up with an a priori pre-approved set of ideas of what you think they need. I think that's a huge issue, which is walking in, seeing the space, hearing them say a few words, I get it, I know what you need. That's brutal. You may, you may ultimately be right, but gosh, I would much prefer if we could all arrive at that solution based upon a process, not by immediately landing on a solution because you know that's what's best. While I'm shaving, listening to my podcast, while, for example, my girlfriend doesn't want to listen to that podcast while she's doing something else in a different room, but she may want to listen to something else. In that little two-sentence anecdote could be the design for my entire home system. In other words, if you give me the best blinds and the coolest TV and all the Apple TVs and the speakers here, there, and the other, but if somehow what I'm doing in the morning, my routine that feels natural and intuitive to me, isn't supported by the tech in a really smooth and intuitive way, all that amazing tech doesn't feel good. Because for me, a seamless way to listen to a podcast that my girlfriend does not want to listen to, she wants to listen to a different podcast. So we're both going to be streaming podcasts through apps. So we have to have something that can support two independent channels of streaming apps in two different rooms. That's, yes, of course, a technology solution, but it's born out of what, what does your morning look like? I would love an integrator or dealer or low voltage consultant to ask me, what happens between the time you get up in the morning to the time you walk out for work? Tell me that story. And from that story, from those series of vignettes, I will design a technology solution that will support your life and make it better and more fun.